love, hello, and welcome to Impact. We have a powerful word for you. So sit back, take notes, and enjoy the word. Hey, good morning, good morning, everybody, and welcome into another Sunday. Today is March the 20th. All right, 2022, the first day of spring. Amen. We are looking forward to seeing what God is going to do with us today. I am Pastor Tony Jones, and I am the pastor of Impact Fellowship, and we are excited about what God is going to do for us in this hour, in this day. Hallelujah. 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 So we lift our hands, and we lift our hearts as we offer up this praise unto your name. We thank God for those words today because no matter where you are, and we are happy to be back here at Penn State Harrisburg. Penn State Harrisburg is coming back from spring break, so we're happy to be back here today. But wherever you find yourself right now, um, just give God a, a praise. Just lift your hands. Just lift your hands and just offer a wave offering to God. That's right. There it is. There it is. You are worthy to be praised. Amen. It is good to see everyone. I was chatting um, as Dr. Sarah was was uh, was singing uh, today. I was uh, doing some chatting on um, Facebook and Instagram with all of you who are here. We are happy that you are here. We are excited um, to what God is going to do in us today. Turn with me into the book of 1 Corinthians, the 14th chapter. 1 Corinthians, the 14th chapter. First Corinthians, the 14th chapter. And we only have one verse that we're going to concentrate on today. But trust me, there'll be a lot of supporting scripture here as we go forward. 1 Corinthians, the 14th chapter, at the 33rd verse, and it reads, For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all the churches of the saints. For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all the churches of the saints. Amen. You know, um, this, this message, I, I believe I had shared this message um, uh, before here, but um, God brought this back to me last night. Um, earlier in the week, I was, I was in a restaurant, and um, there was a, a waitress. I had a waitress, and um, she, was, she was going through, and she was just complaining about different things, you know, what the media was doing what the president was doing, what the past president did, what the past president did in conjunction with what the new president was doing, and all of these conflicting uh, uh, conversations and conflicting statements that she was having, and, and I could see that there was so much that was inside of her that was at war. Um, and there was such a confusion because she was saying one thing and then say something else. And um, what she was talking about not important, but I realized that that was a place of confusion, a place of turmoil. So I want us to get something um, here today. Confusion is a weapon of warfare, and it is one 
of the most used battle tools of the kingdom of darkness. In other words, the enemy wants to have the people, and specifically the people of God, confused. Yes. Because when you're in a place of confusion, you're in a place of conflict. Let me bring up something else that's happening right now in our, uh, right now in our today. There's a, currently there's a war that's going on in Ukraine. Glory to God. And here you see that the people are scattered. The, the, the people are, are confused. I, don't, I can't go left. There's a bomb going off, off over there. I can't go right. There's a bomb going off, off over there. I'm going to send my family here, and, and I'm going to go hide over there. There's this thing that the, if the enemy can keep the people confused, then they become scattered. Glory to God. Why is that important? Understand this, that the spirit of confusion has been released by the enemy right. to deceive the people of God and confuse the world. And it is effectively doing just that, glory to God. We now have people that are not able to di differentiate between the truth okay. and lies. Uh -huh. Often fighting the truth, thinking it is, it is, it is lies, uh -huh. and accepting lies, believing they are true. Why is that not important? Because we need to understand where we are, that yes. the enemy has launched this thing of confusion yes. to the people, so much so that people are warring against each other right here where we are. Glory to God. Whether you find yourself, hallelujah, in Pennsylvania, whether you find yourself in Georgia, whether you find yourself in North Carolina, there's a war of confusion that is going on. Let me, let me share something with you. First Timothy, the fourth chapter. I'm going to point this out. Fourth chapter around verse number one. It says, now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. Watch this. Forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats, which God had created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. So here we see that the Apostle Paul is trying to lay it out for the people. He said, listen, folks, that there's going to come a time where um, there's going to be the, this thing of opposites. And, and people are going to say that, well, you shouldn't eat this because, and you shouldn't eat that because. And he's like, wait a minute. They're going to call those things that God has created and was meant for you to receive with thanksgiving. Why is that important? Because if, if that thing of confusion can be set in even the smallest things of what we eat, then the enemy can put, place that foothold into everything. Now, what are you saying, preacher? What I'm saying is this, is that no one thing is good when you eat it in excess. Glory to God. You can't eat beef in, in excess. You can't eat pork in excess. You can't eat shellfish in excess. And none of these things are good for us when we eat them in excess. But these things God has set aside for us to enjoy. Okay, let's, let's move on, preacher. Let me establish something. To be confused is to be perplexed or bewildered. It is to make unclear a, an indistinction or to fail to distinguish between 
two things, glory to God. One of the worst things that can happen to a person is to be confused. Being confused is to be indecisive, uh -oh, not knowing the way forward. Watch this. There is something that happens to us, glory to God, every Sunday morning when it's time to get ready for, for church. There seems to be a little confusion that happens in the household, glory to God. There's something that, that happens because the enemy don't want you to get to church. You get up every day to go to work, to go to school, every day without a problem. You get dressed, you go out, you come in, but there's something that happens on Sunday that I can't seem to get myself together. My alarm clock doesn't work. Uh, I can't get the, uh, the kids dressed. I don't know what to wear. Uh, uh, the, the button on, on, my, um, on my pants break. There is something that brings about confusion inside the household. Why? Because the enemy don't want you to get uh, to, to, a, to a place. Watch this. How about this? When you can't decide which outfit you want to wear. And you stand there like, well, yeah. Uh, well, and I try something on, oh, it don't look right. You just wore it last week and it looked fine. Confusion, because if the enemy can take the simplest things, the easiest things, and bring about confusion, then he knocks you off your square in the direction that God is bringing you. Confusion, most of the time, brings a limitation to one's life. Hallelujah. Because a confused person will not know which way to go. The more confused we as the as a people become of God, become God becomes more indistinct from the world um, that, that we are in. Watch this. If we maintain the same values and priorities of the world, it will literally become impossible to, to distinguish ourselves from the world. In other words, if we stay in that place of confusion, we will become just like the world in that there will always be a fight with us. There will always be indecision with us. There will always be confusion with us. Why is that important, beloved? Because God is trying to teach us that confusion is not meant for the people of God. Malachi, the third chapter, around verse 18, it says, And you will again see the distinction between the righteous and the wicked, between those who serve God and those who do not. The distinction between the righteous and the wicked is getting harder and harder to tell because the spirit of confusion is operating today. See, if, if the enemy can confuse us as to who's who, then, ah, hallelujah, um, he can, he can uh, 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 try to persuade us in his way. It is time to break the chains of confusion before we find ourselves on the wrong side of that distinction, rather as individuals, families, or churches. Hallelujah. Confusion comes from the devil. Let's just make that clear. Confusion comes from the devil. The Bible gives us a description of devilish wisdom that tells us the kingdom of wisdom does not come from God. <clears throat> James, the third chapter, around verse 13. Yes, I have a lot of scripture here today because I'm trying to give us this foundation because confusion is around us daily. And unless we are careful, we will be siding with that thing of confusion as opposed to where God is trying to lead us. 
James, the third chapter, around 13 verse, it says, Who is a wise man endowed with knowledge among you? Let him show out of good conversation his work with meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. Watch this, verse 15. The wisdom descended not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. For where envy is, where envying and strife is, there is confusion and, and every evil work. Hallelujah. See, here you, you have, um, James is, is, is describing here the difference between godly wisdom and earthly confusion. Understand this, beloved, that as the, as the enemy wants to deceive the people of God the most by giving us or uh, attracting us to those things, hallelujah. Let's go a little bit further. Mm, I, I want to save that till later. We know that anything that causes confusion, strife, envy, and other evil works is of the devil. Watch this. Spiritual confusion arises either because we have a truth and the devil is trying to rob us of it, or we are believing a lie and the Holy Spirit is trying to show us the truth about the matter. That's where the confusion comes in. Either the, the enemy is, is giving us a lie and he's trying to establish that as a truth, or the Holy Spirit is trying to give us the truth yes. about what's going on. Yes. In, in order to know which one it is, we must first submit to the Lord and ask him, Ask him to show us if we have been deceived. Can I just pause here for a second? We don't like to be wrong. Amen, amen. We don't like to be wrong. We like to think that we got it all together. We like everyone else to think that we got it all together. Amen. Have you ever heard that thing called fake it till you make it? So in other words, we try to look a certain way when we know we don't have it all. Well, guess what, beloved? It's the same way when the enemy is telling us a lie and we're standing on it. Instead of saying, no, I no longer believe that anymore. We will stay with that lie because I don't want people to think that I'm crazy. I don't want people to think that I'm wrong. But that's the Holy Spirit trying to tell us, listen, this is not for us. Can you give me a little bit more here, please? This is not for us. God is trying to give us something else. Hallelujah. We must take the position that whatever God reveals, we will walk in that position and not hold onto something that is a lie. Because we would be embarrassed to admit it or feel, I have been this way so long, why should I change now? Hallelujah. Or put so much trust in an individual that we can't believe they could possibly be confused or confusing of people. Listen, in other words, as God gives you the, the truth, we have to be bold enough to say, yes, God, I hear you, and yes. I'm walking away yes. from this. God is not trying to bring confusion, but he's trying to bring clarity yes. to us. Hallelujah. James, the fourth chapter, around the uh, seventh verse, it says, submit to God and resist the devil, and he will flee. Simple. Submit to God and resist the devil and he will flee. Let, let me tell you what, what resist looks like, okay? Resist looks like this. It's a simple shame. Just resist it. Like, no. Submit to God. God, I trust you. 
Resist on, the on. devil, get off. And he will flee. It's not a, it's not a hard task to do. Hallelujah. Somebody say resist. Yes. The spirit of confusion is designed to destroy lives. Our relationship with God and even with our with other people. So we need to understand how to overcome confusion. We must spend time in the presence of God. Hallelujah. That's number one. Spend time in the presence of God. Asking the Holy Ghost to expose any area of confusion or compromise in our life. Let me just I'm stop here. Many times we want to uh, point those things out in other people's lives. Amen. Because it's easier to point things out in people's lives than to deal with our own stuff. Hallelujah. Let me share something with you, beloved. Um, this, when, when you see something that is out of character in somebody's life, it is not for you to call them out. Uh-oh. I'll say it again. When you see something that is wrong in somebody's life, it is not on you to call them out. But what it is you're supposed to do is to take it to God. One of the things that, that our flesh likes to do is that sometimes we are the uh, a vehicle to bring confusion. What are you talking about, preacher? See, whenever I try to call somebody out, <laughs> see, whenever I try to call somebody out, what that person wants to do now is to defend their position. Amen. They want to defend their position. Listen, there is something in us that wants to prove people wrong and, hallelujah, uh, stand up on what we believe in. You know, no, we got to call those people out. No, you know, this ain't for the, uh, uh, can I talk about this? Because, you know, some, some of the times we talk about the, the alcoholics and the uh, 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 drug addicts and all this other kind of stuff. Come on. God is trying to... To get something to his people. And he wants to use us, but he needs us to talk to him. He doesn't need us to talk to them. Now, it's one thing if God wants to use you to give someone a hand. If God wants to use you to bless somebody. But to call somebody out because you can see the struggle in their life. That's not what God is saying to us. Hallelujah. Watch this. Romans, the 8th chapter. says, likewise, the Spirit is also... Also help with our infirmities, for we know that we should, we know what we should pray for as we ought to. But the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Pray without ceasing in the Spirit, especially during those times when confusion abounds uh, abounds because we are promised. Here's the second thing. That's the second thing. Pray without ceasing, and then. Uh, a 2A will be pray in the spirit. Because when you pray in the spirit, uh, the spirit knows what is needed. And the spirit will, will, will give, hallelujah, the intercession that is needed for that person. Uh, God is trying to pull you away from some things. Uh, watch this. Psalms, the, the first chapter. It says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Godly, but nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in the law does he meditate day and night. 
The truth is that the more time we spend in the word and the less confused, the, the more time we spend in the word, the less confusion is able to manifest in our lives. Glory to God. Because the word has a way of distinguishing what is right and what is wrong. Confusion increases in the mind when we fail to put the word of God in our eyes, in our ears, and in our hearts. Glory to God. Here, here we go. Can I go back to, to calling uh, things out? There is something that I've learned over the years yeah, right. that um, when I can get to that 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 place of, uh, of secrecy, when I can get to that that place of special time with God, um, and and you know I'm, I'm there and I'm meditating or I'm praying or I'm just sitting in the presence of God, you know I'm thinking, man, this is good, this is good. So the next thing that my flesh wants to do is to find brother, brother Spoon. And like, Brother Spoon, you need to be seeking God the way I seek God. Because I found something special. And I want Brother Spoon to be able to experience it. Well, watch this, beloved. It's in that, that, that special time that you can make that request of God. Give Brother Spoon the mind to come see you, to seek after you, and so that he can experience that which I am doing. It's not for me to call out Brother Spoon, because Brother Spoon's going to defend himself. And depending on where Brother Spoon came from, you might have to catch some hands. Okay, we'll just stop right there. Proverbs, the 27th chapter, around the 17th verse, says, Iron sharpens iron. So, so a man sharpened the countenance of his brother. So in other words, now, when we begin to rub up against one another, um, understand this, that sometimes people will ask you, well, how do you, how do you get there? Here it comes. This is when the iron is supposed to uh, sharpen the other iron. Well, this is what I do. I seek after God early. Well, I seek after God late. Um, well, why do you do that? Because nothing else is moving. See, when I get up early in the morning and I'm seeking after God, there's no one up but God and I. But when I'm up late at night, there's no one moving but God and I. You see what's happening? And so what's happening now is that I'm, I'm rubbing up against the, my a brother. And the, the scripture says, as iron sharpens iron, it's like, boom. It's like there's some sparks, you know. Sometimes we might get into a discussion uh, about it. He's like, well, what do you mean? Why do I have to get up early in the morning? You don't. I get up early in the morning. And just because it works for me, it may not work for you. Or it may not work for you. However you do it, God is trying to get something to us. Hallelujah. Here comes the, the, the next part. And I'm, I'm going to share this and I'm going to give some clarity to it. Um, Therefore, you must evaluate who you've been hanging around in your life. Here you come. If you are running with people who reject the standards and values of the Word of God, believing them to be outdated, superficial, uh, or it just don't work for me, it is just a matter of time before you begin to do the same. My grandmother used to say this. If you lay down with dogs, you get up with fleas. Now, i, I got to qualify this one. I'm not calling anybody a dog. And I'm not telling that, that your friends got fleas. <laughs> what I am saying is that the longer that you stay connected to something that is in opposition 
or in confusion with God, you will eventually begin to speak the same way. You will eventually begin to walk in the same way. Hallelujah. So here comes the, the, the next one, number three. Um, we have to begin to fellowship with those of a like mind. Yes. Hebrews, the 10th chapter. I told you I'm going to have a lot of scripture for you today. Yeah. 25th verse says, Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as ye see the day approaching. There is something about when we get together with people of a like mind, hallelujah, and we begin to share those things, those things of wisdom, those things of uh, uh, those things that are good, those things that are honorable with each other. We begin to share the goodness of the Lord, which is important. You got to understand something, beloved, it's that everybody has gone through some stuff. And nobody wants to be beat up by you. There is something about good fellowship. Have you ever had a chance to just hang out with people you just had a good time? And nobody was fussing at each other. Nobody was, was, was arguing. But you had a good time with each other. That's what God intends for his people. Come on, let's, let's move on. Yeah, we'll start right there. It is a fact that the healthy and faithful fellowship with other like-minded and spiritual people is a powerful antidote against confusion. When we gather with other believers in praise, worship, prayer, uh, uh, food, um, uh, uh, family uh, fellowship, Bible study, uh, a wrong and corrupt worldview, wrong priorities, and fleshly interests begin to melt away. When we gather with like-minded people in truth, there is good counsel. Mm. Proverbs, the 19th chapter. Hear counsel and receive instruction that thou mayest be wise in thy latter end. There are many devices in man's hearts. Nevertheless, the counsel of the Lord that shall stand. The counsel of the Lord is what's going to stand. So as we begin to uh, 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 hang out and fellowship with those with a like mind, we begin to stay in the counsel of God. This is done by keeping our minds on Christ. Hallelujah. Philippians, the fourth chapter. It says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Here it is. In that passage of scripture, it kind of sums up everything. As we begin to think about whatsoever things are honest, Whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report. That good report is, is one. Good report is when people call you and, and give you a, a praise. Let me tell you what happened to my, my co-worker. Let me tell you what went on with my son. Oh, let me tell you what happened here. Things that are of good report. It breaks confusion. Whatsoever things are honest and lovely. Yes. 
It breaks the beauty. I'm going to give you this, this, this last one, and I'm going to um, move to close here. Second Timothy, uh, first chapter, around verse seven. It says, "For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. A sound mind is not a confused mind. God has given us, Hallelujah, power and love, not confusion." A sound mind. So we don't have to be confused. I know I've given you a, a lot of scripture of, of today, but um, I believe God wanted us um, to get to this thing. Some of the things that you are experiencing right now, whether you're in the uh, a workplace, whether you're in, uh, in school, um, some of that confusion that you're, you're dealing with is because of the things that you are allowing into your space. There are many people who are going through um, right now in, within the, your, your family, there it is, within your families and, and your friendship circles. They don't have to take you through it. You can choose to get off of that thing. You can't fix everybody's problems. You can't solve everybody's issues, but God can. Many people live in a place of confusion because they don't know how to get out. They don't know how to get off, but God knows how to get them out. God knows how to get them off of that, that cycle that they're in. And he's waiting for us, he's waiting for you to release him to do it. God is not the author of, the, of confusion. The enemy is. God gave us love, power, and a sound mind to break confusion. You don't have to be in this confusing spot. We can avoid confusion altogether. Come on, let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you for who you are. And we thank you, Lord God, that you saw fit to share this with us. God, we thank you for not leaving us in this place. Now, Father, we release you to do the impossible. Increase us, Lord God. Increase our minds um, and, and the areas of knowledge, Father, so that we can learn what is a truth and what is a lie. Yes, Father, we've been trying to uh, 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 fight with people. We've been trying to uh, 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 handle these things on our own, Lord God. But Father, we thank you for doing the impossible. We thank you, Father, for, for being uh, uh, the uh, true God, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. So, Father, we thank you right now for doing what only you can do. Father, we believe you for change. Help us, Lord God. Don't let us stay in the same place, Lord God. Now, Father, for, for all of the, the students, Lord God, Father, we just lift uh, up their uh, semesters to you, Lord God. Father, right now they're at that, that halfway point of being halfway over with, Lord God. So, Father, we thank you for giving wisdom. Father, the enemy wants to even confuse their, their, their thoughts and uh, uh, things, Father. Uh, but, Father, we thank you right now, Lord God, for centering them. Father, we bless them right now. Father, even those, Father, who are, are watching us right now, Lord God, 
those who are dealing with issues on the workplace, Father, we thank you for doing the impossible. Father, we believe you. Father, those who are battling right now with health issues, Lord God, Father, we thank you, Father, for coming in, Lord God, in healing. Deliver, Lord God. Father, the scripture says that there's healing in your wings, Father. So, Father, breathe on us. Heal us, Lord God. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Let everybody say amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Uh, right now, we're going to um, move right into uh, the offering portion. Um, if if you are tithing with us, we invite you to um, send your tithes to us at, your, at our cash app. That's dollar sign Impact Fellowship, along with your offering. We thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Can, let, me, let me just share this. Are you keep that up there. Confusion happens every day in our lives. <clears throat> Hear this. For some of us, when we are visually um, um, looking at a confusion situation that someone else is going through, it can be funny. But you, God does not intend for you to laugh at a situation but he intends for you to pray about that situation and intercede on the behalf of other people. Last week, I, I told a story about my uh, music teacher um, who uh, was encouraging me uh, to sing. And I didn't want to sing because I stuttered. And, um, she removed all of the excuses that I had. Hallelujah. And she, she made it her point to point out what was facts and what was a lie. Or a lie being something that I thought was factual. God will send people. God has used you in the past. Take advantage to speak life. Stop fussing at people. Fussing does two things. Fussing makes your, your flesh temporarily feel, feel good. Notice how I said it's a temporary thing. And it's guaranteed to make the other person feel bad. It's guaranteed. Stop it. God is not the author of confusion. When you start fussing, you bring confusion. But you don't understand, Pastor. She hurt me. He hurt me. I am justified in acting the way that I do. God did not call you to that place. The Word of God says, in this life, there will be trials and tribulations. Hallelujah. In this life, in other words, can I just translate? In other words, you're going to go through some stuff. You're going to, there's going to be some hurt feelings. There's going to be some unintentional hurt feelings. There's going to be some intentional hurt feelings. Hallelujah. And yes, you will feel justified. 
And yes, people will try to encourage you, like, mm, I will let them talk to me like that. Understand this, beloved, that God did not call us to that confusion. Right now, Dr. Sarah's going to come and she's going to give us some information. Um, I thank God for the God is showing us love. This is Pastor Tony speaking. He's saying God is sending these words to us because He loves us. And I hear that clearly. Um, we invite you to, to connect with us. There's an impact, the dollar sign, impact fellowship, the cash app. You can also write to us, impact fellowship, at our PO box here in Milltown, PA, PO box 43. There's our zip code, it's 17057. We invite you to email us on that gmail.com account, Let us know if you have a prayer request, or just let us know that the, the, the messages are blessing you uh, today. We also invite you to listen to us, um, hear this word again on our anchor.fm, our podcast, anchor.fm forward slash impact fellowship. You can see the, the various messages that Pastor Tony has, has sent out before on our YouTube channel as well. And you can also check out our website, www.impactpsh.com. It's a way to, to say, send a word and a prayer request or whatever is on your mind. We'd love to hear from you. Amen. Listen, beloved, um, I believe that God is still trying to, to get something to us um, by opening our understanding uh, to things. And this particular message is one of them. Um, there's confusion, and I, I guarantee this is not going to be the, the last time we talk about this, but this is one thing that has been uh, a problem for many uh, believers, um, that we, we begin to um, celebrate confusion. Um, we applaud confusion. Um, we, we, we support confusion, and that's not the intent of God's people. We are not to be a people of confusion, but we're supposed to give the truth to, to what it is that the enemy is putting out there. Um, so listen, beloved, um, we are praying for you. Um, we want to hear from you. Today, we had quite a few people here, um, and I want you to know, and I appreciate the fact that, that Lauren is, is here. Many of you heard me say this um, before, that Lauren um, was a student here at uh, Penn State. Harrisburg. She was one of the first to be a part of this ministry. And now she is graduated. She has a family. She's living in Germany, and she's still a member of Impact Fellowship. Um, so this, this church is open to everyone. You don't have to be just a student. Um, Lauren had brought uh, this idea um, to me of what, a few years ago. It's like, hey, we need a, a, a church for the people who graduated. Um, how can we do that? I think it was like a Bible study. But, and even then, I didn't have a vision for it. But then God brought this pandemic thing in and it opened up the opportunity for other people to be blessed by this ministry. And so, listen, don't, don't find it strange that you are here. Uh, and this ministry is growing with, with people, not only students, but families as well. So if you are blessed by this ministry, we invite you to bring somebody else. 
and uh, uh, let them be a part of this as well, because God is going to open up the uh, church for his people. Amen. Listen, as we say here at Impact, have a great week in God on purpose. God bless you, everybody. Wow. What a word. Avoiding the spirit of confusion. I encourage you to look back on all the scriptures that I've explained today to get a more depth understanding of what it means by trying to avoid confusion. Trying to avoid confusion. I hope you guys have a wonderful week on purpose. Thank you for knowing that.